Hey, this is DK and you're listening to the DK Speaks podcast where we discuss actionable and implementable tips and tricks to run a successful online business. After you listen to this episode, head over to dkspeaks.com for all the show notes and resources to help build your business. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the DK Speaks podcast. Instagram is slowly becoming one of the go-to sites for marketers, primarily because of the level of engagement that you see on the social media site. Now, in spite of all its limitations, it being only a mobile-only app and you not being able to schedule posts using one of those uh, automation tools and a lot of those limitations, there is still a lot of benefit that marketers are seeing from using Instagram in their marketing strategy. Now, it doesn't matter if you're a blogger or an affiliate marketer, you just need to be on Instagram. If you want to market yourself, your brand, your business or your blog, you need to be on Instagram. And in this episode of the DK Speaks podcast, I'm going to talk to you about 11 mistakes, 11 common mistakes that people make in their Instagram marketing strategy. So let's start off with the first one. It's the wasted bio. Now, the bio or the description or the profile in in your Instagram account is the only space that you have for bragging. It is the only space for you to talk about yourself. It is the only place to add a link to your profile, which is a clickable link. Now, we see that a lot of Instagrammers waste this space. What they do is they just put maybe a couple of words in there in their bio saying internet marketer that is it there is nothing more than that and they they don't even use the description to the 150 characters it's a very short write-up it's a very short limit that you have only 150 characters in your instagram profile in spite of it being so small even though it is so small a lot of the instagrammers leave it there still underutilized Use your bio to the full 150 words. The best thing to do is that you make it a what's in it for me for the reader or the follower who's coming over to your profile and wanting to know more about you. So in the bio or in the description, write about things that you're doing or write about the things, write about the ways in which you'll be able to help your readers or your followers. So it is important that you use the bio and the description, the 150 characters to its fullest and write a decent description by telling people how is it that you can help them? What is it that you do? And how is it that you can help them in their marketing strategy? So don't waste your bio. Make full use of it. The second one, the lost link. Now, just as we discussed in the previous point, your bio is the only place where you can add a link, where you can add a clickable link, if I'm to put it that way, so that all of your viewers, all of your visitors, all of your followers who come to check out your profile can click on that link and they can be taken to whatever page that you want to drive all the traffic to. So why waste that one option of adding a link? Because I see a lot of Instagrammers who don't add a link to their profile. If you're marketing, if you're on Instagram for marketing, then you set one option to add a link. Think sensibly before you put a link. What is the most important page that you want your readers to visit? First, evaluate that, find that page and add a link. 
When you are adding a link to your profile, keep in mind that you use a shortened version of the link or an easy to remember one. Don't use a link that is extremely difficult to remember because there could be people who might be clicking on that link the moment they are on your profile page. And there could be a few others who might not click on that link readily, but they might want to memorize that link, keep it in their mind and maybe check out that link at a later point. So it is good if you are able to add a smaller link or shortened version of the link. You can use something like bit.ly to shorten the link or you can use a customized link for from your domain and use a shortened version of the link in the link option there. Moving on to the third one, hashtag hatred. Now, Instagram is all about hashtags. That's how you get found because people search Instagram using hashtag. If at all, they search anything on Instagram. So it's important that you don't ignore hashtags. Carefully research hashtags. They are like the keywords in SEO. You know, what is the importance of keywords in SEO? Hashtags are similar to that of keywords in SEO. So look for the ones that have decent searches. Don't go after ones that have very few searches or very few uh, posts on Instagram. Instead, go for ones that have a decent amount of searches and that are relevant to your niche. So spend some time carefully researching hashtags. And then once you have a list of hashtags that you want to do, keep that list handy so that whenever you post, you can use those hashtags in all of your posts. The fourth one, inconsistent posting strategy. Now, it is very important that you have a good content marketing strategy for Instagram. Because if you don't have a proper strategy, you are not going to get the kind of results that you are expecting out of Instagram. And one of the most important things there is to have a consistency in posting. Now, you don't have a proper posting strategy. You don't know when to post, what to post. And you just keep posting you know, odd pictures at odd times of the day. And then you are expecting engagement from your followers. It is not going to happen. So put a concrete strategy in place and follow that strategy. What you might want to take note of when you're planning your strategy is to decide on what is the kind of content that you're going to post on Instagram. What are the kind of pictures that you're going to post on Instagram? What are the filters that you're going to use on each of those pictures? What are the times of the day when you're going to post on Instagram? What is the frequency of posting on Instagram? So put all of this thing, these things together. Prepare a complete posting strategy and basis that start your content marketing on Instagram. Because if you don't have a good posting strategy for Instagram, you're not going to get the kind of engagement that you're expecting out of Instagram. So moving on to the next one, which is a love for fonts. Now I've seen a lot of Instagrammers posting a lot of pictures with all kinds of fonts. So if you go to their profile and check out all of these pictures that they've posted, you will find that they've used close to about 100 different kind of fonts. It gives, it shows a very awkward unevenness to your profile. It is important that you build a brand on Instagram and the right fonts are one of the most important things to build a brand on Instagram. You might like a hundred different fonts, but what that shows is your lack of orientation. So it is important that you shorten or you pick about two to three fonts that are that talk to your brand, that are something that you use in your brand, logos, your posts, and all of those things. Pick those two to three important fonts for your images and persist with it. Don't keep changing your fonts. 
because that shows a uniformity to all the posts that you've been posting on Instagram. And just because Instagram is all about being visual, it is extremely important that you f stay within those two to three fonts that you've picked for your images. Moving on to the next one, which is all automation and no personalization. Now, this is a very important point here, and I see a lot of people making this mistake. It is because today you, you're short of time. You don't have a lot of time to spend on social media sites. When you're already short of time in trying to generate the amount of content that you want for your content marketing strategy. So what people do is people use bots. There are a lot of bots. There are a lot of automation services for Instagram. And by way of these bots, they try to build followers. It is good that you're using those bots to build your followers because you need to bring in some amount of automation to your social media interactions. But it is also important that you have enough manual intervention or enough manual interaction in all of your social media strategies. I would recommend a 60-40 strategy where 60% of the things that you do on social media is automated and 40% is manual interaction because that helps build an engagement with your audience and that way you'll be able to get better results out of your marketing strategy. So respond to comments, comment on others, good pictures, like their photographs, engage with them, put in, put in some amount of manual interaction with your followers and with your uh, with all of those visitors that are coming to your Instagram profile. On to the next one, which is being private. Now I've seen a lot of Instagrammers where you know I want to go and check out their profile. The moment I go to check check out their profile, I find that they have categorized their profile as private. So their their profiles are not public. So what that means is, if I want to follow them, I need to click on the follow button and wait for them to go and approve the request, which is something that I don't want to do. So whenever I see a user who is whose profile is private, I completely ignore them. So that is what is going to happen with you if your profile is private. Don't do that. You're on Instagram for business and you don't want your business to be private. It has to be public. People have to get, people need to have the option to see what you're all about. So if your business is private, you're going to lose a lot of followers. So keep it public. You're there to interact with people. It doesn't completely doesn't make sense to make your account private. Ensure that your profile is public. On to the next mistake that a lot of people do, which is sizing it right. That's right. It is about the photograph. So your photographs could be of poor resolution. It could be incorrectly sized because you know that Instagram has a specific size. Instagram only take, takes in images or accepts images of a specific size. Now, if your picture's size is bigger than what is allowed on Instagram. For example, if you if your picture is customized for Facebook, so it's a very rectangular kind of a picture, and you want to upload that same picture to Instagram, what is going to happen is that Instagram is going to crop out some of the image, some of the image from the sides to make it a square image. And you might just be missing on conveying the actual message just because your photograph got cropped now. So it is important that you pick the right sized images for your Instagram account and also ensure that your photographs are of good resolution so that it has quality in it. It shows that the pictures are of quality and that builds your credibility in the eyes of your followers. On to the next big mistake that a lot of people do, which is filter hatred. That's right. So 
Instagram is all about filters and Instagrammers like filters. It is important that you use filters for your photographs. So, you know, it, it gives a different look to all of those photographs. You can try using a lot of these filters and maybe pick two or three of those filters that you like the most that suits your photographs and persist with it. But it is important that you use filters. You agree or not, filters drive a lot of engagement and it is important that you use filters. So don't ignore filters, pick the right ones for your images and post pictures after using the filters that you've selected for your images. Moving on to the next one, which is a lack of call to action. That's right. Now you want your followers to take action. And I see a lot of Instagrammers just don't have a call to action in their images. They post a beautiful picture. Now, for example, if it's a shop, you post a very nice picture of a mobile phone cover and your description just doesn't have a call to action. It just talks about a couple of features of the cover. What do you expect your audience to do? The audience are not going to click through to check out where is it that they can, they'll be able to buy those covers because you are not asking them to take an action. It is important that you have a good call to action, a strong call to action. So ensure that you're using a strong call to action in each of your posts, even if it is about liking the post. Like for example, you've posted a very nice picture and the call to action will be to double tap on the photo and like it. That is again a strong call to action. But ensure that you're adding a strong call to action to your photographs. Moving on to the last one, which is the 11th mistake that a lot of people do on Instagram, which is about using the same account for different niches. Now, if you're a brand, if you're a big name in the industry, like, for example, Pat Flynn, who is a big name in the internet marketing industry, or, for example, Darren Rouse, who is, again, a very big name in the internet marketing industry. Now, if Darren Rouse posts something, it is his brand that is promoting that specific image. It is his brand that is standing behind the image that he's just posted. So it just doesn't matter if he's going to post an image or promote a product that is in the internet marketing niche or if he's going to promote a product that is in the health niche or pretty much anything. But if you are somebody who has doesn't have a brand to yourself, it is important that you use different accounts for different niches. Now, Instagram gives you the flexibility to add as many accounts as you want in a single application. So if your phone has a single, Insta, if you've installed Instagram on your phone, in that single application, you can add as many accounts as you want. So create a different account for a different niche. You don't want to post a fitness-related product in maybe a account that is promoting maybe mobile phones. So, but if you have two accounts, one for people who, you know, the, who, who like mobile phones, uh, that is a niche that is catering to people who like mobile phones and another account that is catering to the niche where people are fitness freaks. It makes sense to post the fitness related picture in the second account and the mobile related picture in the first account. So it is important that you have different accounts for different niches and it is not going to take a lot of time for you to create them and it is pretty easy maintaining those accounts because Instagram itself gives you that option to maintain multiple accounts in the one app. So create multiple accounts for different niches. So those were the 11 common mistakes that people make on Instagram because of which they don't get the kind of engagement that they are expecting out of Instagram and they get disappointed pretty soon. 
I hope you liked this episode and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And I hope you got a few points so that you don't repeat these mistakes that we just spoke about in this episode. So if you like this episode, do provide us with a genuine review on iTunes.com and provide us with a genuine rating because that helps in the ranking of the show on iTunes. If you're on an Android phone, you can listen to the show on Stitcher as well. Head over to dkspeaks.com. You will find all the show notes and the transcript at dkspeaks.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this episode, to the show. You will find all the links to subscribe to the show on dkspeaks.com. So that is it for episode number 49. We'll meet again in episode number 50. Until then, this is TK signing off. You all have a good rest of the week ahead. Thank you.